0: So let's start off today with John Fetterman. He was raising some eyebrows with his choppy opening statement in the Senate. It was quite frightening, actually. It was part of the Senate Baking Committee hearing, and he was the last senator to dive into questioning, and I use the word dive loosely.
1: Okay, and you know how in Little League, there's always, and it's Little League, so it doesn't matter, but there's always one kid that is a little bit behind all of the other kids in terms of ability and you often see that kid stuck out in right field and the entire game the coach just closes his eyes and goes please don't hit it to right field please don't hit it to right field please don't hit it to right field and he tells Jimmy who's the center fielder dude you got to just play right center field because if that ball is hit to Louie out in right field Louie can't catch it Louie can't throw it and so Louie is just stuck out there in right field with a collective just hope of the team and the parents that the ball's not hit to Louie. <laughs> that is who Fetterman is. Like, he's a necessary vote for the Democrats to be able to continue to push their agenda through because of the divided Senate. Yet, it's a weird thing where in this game, the ball is hit to Louie every game because he has to speak. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, It's sad, actually. Oh, it's awful. I mean, this guy should not be there. He should be at home. He should be recuperating. He should be taking time off. And instead, it's embarrassing.
1: Oh, it is. It's awful for the country. And it's it's an embarrassment for him. It's an embarrassment for our government. Uh, I mean, This guy, this guy has no business unsupervised out in society. I mean, seriously, like you, he should not be like if, if, if let's say, let's pretend he were not a U.S. senator. And he were your relative, your uncle, your brother, your whatever. Would you feel comfortable unleashing that guy in a major metropolitan city and have any confidence he would return to you Safely. In, in, in one piece?
0: Yeah. No, this is like if this were your uncle, you would be calling your aunt. How is he? How you doing? Are you guys Okay. Can I do anything to help?
1: Yeah, so let's play this. This is a little montage of yesterday. Now look, we did we have in no way edited this clip. We're not doctoring his words, but it is a, a montage of multiple statements this guy attempted to make yesterday and it is horrific.
2: Now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no matter by, by, by how. You know, so it's it's you know, isn't it appropriate that the, those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter, or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank, regardless of how how uh, their uh, their conduct is? Shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank, with billions of your bank, because they seem to be more preoccupied uh, when then snap. Uh, and uh, requirements for works for hungry people but not about protecting the the tax the tax papers you know that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it
0: struggling for words he said at one point tax papers when he meant taxpayers
1: somebody put in the youtube chat and they're absolutely right there's a character on the simpsons who is the police chief's son his name is ralph wiggum and like he will call the superintendent super nintendo chalmers <laughs> that is that person downtown indy gold star for you and he's a, but the difference is john fetterman is not only a real life person he's not a parody he's one of the most 100 most powerful people in the entire country
0: yeah and if you're this uh, silicon bank The former CEO, Gregory Becker is his name. That's who he's asking. How do you respond to that? You're sitting there in front of this Senate hearing, right? And this guy is trying to ask you questions. Yeah, I mean- Like, are you just shaking your head like-
1: Well, it is such a conundrum. Where is the question? It is such a conundrum, right? Because on one hand, there is this man who is clearly suffering from immense mental Disabilities. Now, who knows whether it was the stroke that brought him on, if he had them before, the thing on the back of his neck, who knows? So, on one hand, you have sympathy for this guy who is going through this. But on the other hand, far before he suffered a stroke or had these mental incapacitations, He was a radical left-wing lunatic who hated this country and wants to see it burned to the ground and and rebuilt in some bizarro, warped Marxist image. So if I'm that banking guy, while you're sympathetic to this dude, I pull pull a uh, Billy Madison on him and go, today, Junior, because you are trying to destroy society. If I were these guys that have to testify in front of this committee, I wouldn't spare him at all because we all know the people who are propping him up and what they want to do to this country. So yes, while you have sympathy for him, he still is cognizant enough to, I mean, dress himself, appear in public. He knows he's a US, I assume he knows he's a US Senator. It's just like Biden. It's exactly like Biden where people go, oh, this poor man, elder abuse, bull. He knew what he was doing when he was running. He's still out forming occasionally coherent sentences. He clearly knows he's the president of the United States. So I don't have any sympathy for these people on the standpoint of they want to destroy our way of life. Mm -hmm. John Fetterman is a yes vote for far left radicalism. Does he even know what he's voting for? He's just being told. It's no different than Biden. It's basically the same guy at this point, only Biden, and this sounds weird, Biden is more coherent in his articulation of his thoughts. And this is where it, we've got to stop and look at this country for a second. Because was Dr. Oz a complete and total turd? Yes. <laughs> was Oz a carpet-bagging zero? Yes. But what reasonable person, because this stuff has been happening with Fetterman, mm-hmm. I mean, remember the debate? Mm-hmm. Hi, good night, everybody. Yes. Uh, hi, good night, everybody. Has now been re- replaced with the phrase bailing and sailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bailing and sailing in there. And what do you call them? Uh, the... The word you were t- uh, tax papers. T- tax I mean, it is. It's like a like a. It's like some bad sitcom character. But yet he's real mm-hmm. and he's going to do real damage to our society. And and the people who testify in front of these committees should absolutely not sit there and be respectful to this. They should absolutely point out what this guy is and let him have it.
0: This isn't a, a non-issue either. They're talking about one of the largest bank failures in American history, right? And hey, at least he dressed up for the event. Instead of his hoodie, he actually pulled it together and wore a, a jacket and a tie. But but
1: I get I come back to this. This guy's a U.S. senator, Casey. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the the and if you want to see how horrific this mass mail-in, unaccountable balloting is, Pennsylvania is now ground zero for mail everyone a ballot, and you have no idea who gets it or where it comes back. This dude started with like a and he won the election because he started with like a 300,000 vote lead. I mean, it was some huge number on Dr. Oz heading into election night because what the Democrats said is, "Oh, the ballots are going to be mailed out?" Well, hot dang. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hop right on that. There's no way you're going to convince me that a guy who on multiple occasions was struggling to form even remotely coherent sentences, the people of Pennsylvania as a collective, the people who know what's going on, the people who are actually legally voting, or the people who are filling out the ballots th- with their name on it, are going, yeah, sign me up for a bunch of that.
0: What do you think that his staff does after a performance like this? Like the meeting after the meeting. Do you think he looks at his staff and, and tries to ask him, hey, how did I do? And they look him right in the eye. Oh, you did great, sir. That was amazing.
1: I'm not sure he's capable of asking. I mean, look, as someone who had a family member who passed away with dementia, Mm -hmm. okay, so I'm speaking from experience. And again, I'm torn on this because on one hand, I am incredibly sympathetic to the mental incapacitation this guy is experiencing. And so... That part of me as a Christian, as a a fellow American, I look at this and say, oh my gosh, this poor human being. However, then I have to remove myself from what I'm seeing and recognize the damage he's doing because he is voting on things. He is voting on things that affect us and he would absolutely vote to burn this country to the ground and build it up in the bizarro Marxist image that he has long held long before he had any of these mental incapacitations and that is what the American people have to put first that that is who this guy is it's almost like he's wearing a a mask of sympathy you have to remove the mask of sympathy and realize what he is and who he represents it's
0: 60 minutes after nine you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC